Welcome to Real Talk with Megan Luskin. I am Megan, a life and relationship coach with a no BS approach to topics surrounding life, love, and the spaces in between. Grab a coffee, settle in, and let's chat. Massive hello to everyone and thank you for listening in. If this is the first time you've tuned in, I'm Megan. I'm a relationship and life coach based in Mornington Peninsula, which is in Victoria, Australia. I have taken a little podcast break, but I am back now and I hope during my break you've been rocking along. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, Real Talk with Megan Luscombe, my podcast focuses on to the point topics that are generally less than 30 minutes. And these are topics that you can listen to at a time that suits you. You can put it on when you're in the car, at the gym, when you commute to work, whatever. I want this podcast to serve you positively and I'm really, really grateful to be in your ears right now. As always, I'd love for you to share this podcast with friends and family on social so I can reach as many people possible. Also, if you like what you hear, I'd really love for you to write a review. When you do that, it makes my podcast go up in rankings and it allows other people the opportunity to come across it too, which would be really awesome. Okay, enough of my babbling. Let's get into today's topic. New Year, New Me is a trap. Here's why. (laughs) I have wanted to talk about this topic for a few years, but I've never gotten around to it. But this year, I decided it was going to be the year I released the topic. And look, I know it might be a little controversial for those of you who do subscribe to the New Year, New Me belief, and that's okay, because life is all about challenging our thoughts and hearing new perspectives. And my belief that the New Year, New Me is a trap is just my personal opinion. And it's an opinion that I'm going to explain. Because you see, over the next few weeks, or maybe the next weekish. So it's currently the end of December 2019, 2009, no, 2019. So if you're listening to this at a later date, you're going to get what I'm meaning here. Um, So over the next few weeks, weekish, you're going to be inundated with messages that tell you next year you should be a new you. The whole hashtag new year, new me is going to start taking over your social feeds. And it's also when you might start saying it to yourself. Now, I want you to challenge your perspective on it before that happens and perhaps make you consider a new approach of thinking. What does new year, new me imply? It implies that when you go to sleep on December the 31st, that when you wake up on January the 1st, you will be a brand new person, new personality, new whole you. Now, does that make sense? That when the new year rolls around, you will somehow just be a brand new version of yourself because it makes no sense to me. The sentence, new year, new me, gains momentum around this time, and I personally think it's because during the festive season, more people are vulnerable to wanting to make personal changes, and this can sometimes be brought on by overconsumption in the festive season, which is why gym memberships increase first week of January, same with diet shape products, etc., or perhaps people wait for the new year to start taking control. Whatever it is, during this time of year, it can be really easy to fall victim to thinking when the new year rolls around that you have to be a brand new version of yourself. And I'm here to tell you this. New year, new me is a fucking lie. And it's a fucking trap. Why? It's a trap because it's a sentence that makes us think that when the new year comes around that we will be a brand new person and that we should be. The problem is the sentence has no actual basis for achievement. It's just a sentence, and it's a sentence that assumes we can miraculously change overnight, and we all know that's fucking impossible. So I'm challenging the sentence of New Year, New Me and its concept. I'm challenging it to instead say, New Year, Better Me. 
hashtag new year better me. So if you put that up on socials, make sure you tag me in hashtag new year better me. What do you think? I think it sounds a lot better. And I also think it implies actual changes that can be tracked and celebrated. When we say new year better me, it implies next year we're going to become better versions of ourselves. And who doesn't want to be a better version of themselves as time goes on? I know personally that I look forward to becoming my best self every single day as the days go by and every year I learn new things and all of my experiences that make me a better me. And when we say new year better me, we make a commitment that we are going to work at becoming the best versions of ourselves. And I'll be real. If you can't make a commitment to become a better you every year, nothing is ever going to change for you. You're going to stay the exact same person. And if that's what you want to be, go for it. But if you want to make changes, new year, better you. That's how you should be looking at it. You also need to remember, though, when it comes to making personal changes, they have to happen because you want them, not because some magazine told you to, not because you turned on the TV and the advertising said you had to, or because somebody told you you had to make the changes. It all has to come from self. All changes that are meaningful and all changes that actually last have to come from us. They come from within us and they become effective because we believe in them and we want them for us. We want them for that better version of us. Do you want to make a change to be a better you in the new year? If so, fantastic. I'm super duper happy for you because you want more for yourself. But I also want this podcast to give you some takeaways so you can truly make this year one in which you become a better version of yourself. So how to implement changes to make you a better you. I want you to grab a pen for this one if you can, because I have some things that I want you to write down and we've got a little bit of work to do. So Step one, work out what's actually important to you, as in really important. And I want you to write them down on an important list. So grab a piece of paper, do a column, put important. Now, everything under here is what is important to you. Is it quality time with your friends, quality time with your family? Is it date nights with your partner? Is it giving blood once a month? Is it reading books? Is it catching up with your family? Is it taking time for yourself once a week, whatever it is, I want you to write down the things in your life that are important to you, things that are vital to you, things that are vital to keeping you happy, keeping your heart full, keeping your soul enriched and keeping your spirit just mm, soaring. These are the important things to write down. So your step one is to write them under the important list. Step two I want you to work out what isn't important, as in the things in life that you don't need to be giving attention to or things that aren't your task. I want you to write these down on the not important list. So put these in the not important column. So these are the things that aren't your responsibilities, things that aren't your task. So maybe these are the things it's maybe not important for you to compare yourself to other people. It's not important for you to be engaging in things that don't make you happy. This is going to be very personal to your situation, which is why I'm struggling to give you examples. But everything on here, you need to start working out the things that aren't important to you because you shouldn't be doing things that aren't important to you. And when we do things that aren't important to us, we're not living a fulfilled life. We're not fulfilled. We're not happy. And we're giving attention to things that we don't actually like. And that doesn't help us be a better version of ourselves. Step three, What type of a person are you striving to become? So what qualities are you wanting to work on this year to make you a better you? Write them down. 
It could be something like you're wanting to work on being more patient. You're wanting to work on being more mindful, more compassionate, more understanding. You're wanting to be a better listener. You're wanting to be a better giver. These are things that you are wanting to work on to become your best you. So when it comes to, you know, new year, better better you, better me, it's about working on the things that are qualities, um, things that will actually make a change in our minds and in our hearts. So these are about real things that are actually felt by us, which is why it might be a little hard for you to do because you maybe have never looked at a new year better you like this. You may be always looking at new year, new you when it comes to like actual um, like work goals or, you know, house project goals and stuff like that. This new year, better you or new year, better me, whatever you want to say is all about you as a person, how we can make your life enriched and your life fulfilled. And that step three is working out what type of person are you now and who are you wanting to be? What is going to help you become your best you? I want you to write down those qualities so you can start working out the things that you need to do in order to become your best you. Because step four is now deciding what you need to do in order to work on those qualities. Do you need to sign up to a new course? Do you need to work with a coach? Do you need to read more? Do you need to practice mindfulness? Do you need to whatever? Work out the things you need to do and write them down. So on this page or pages, you should have a column with things that are important, things that aren't important. That's the first two things. Then on maybe the back of that page, you should have already started to write down the person you're striving to become and the qualities that you are wanting to work on this year because step four now, which is what we're up to right now, is deciding what you need to do in order to work on those qualities. So maybe you might be doing a mind map. Maybe you might be saying, oh, in order to work on my giving, I am going to do more blood donations. Um, Do you get what I'm meaning? I want you to be able to tie these and make these realistic, but I want you to be able to tie them together so you can actually start building on an action plan because step five is making a goal list that is actionable and it contains items that are doable as opposed to generic statements. So this means if you're wanting to practice being more assertive, for example, you need to write down goals or things that you will do to demonstrate that behavior so you can measure it and you can see it and then you can start to actually reward the changes that you're making. But step six, and I want to remind this, is be realistic, okay? Because Rome was not built in a day and personal changes to become a better you, they take time and they take patience, which is <clears throat> excuse me, which is why the new year, new me philosophy is leadership. The things in life that we want for ourselves might be hard, but I can 100% guarantee to you that they are all worth it. So be realistic about how long it will take you to implement these changes and the things that are within your control to make them a, rea- um, a reality. In 2020, I'm focusing on becoming a better me when it comes to the planet. So that means doing more to make it better. And that includes me focusing even more on recycling, um, being conscious of the food I'm buying and eating and stuff like that. And I'm also focusing my energies on reading more and cooking more because those things are really great for my mental health. And when I do them, I'm a better me. And I'm also, at the end at the end of every year, I do my important versus what's not important list, and I'm going to be doing that today. So that means that when I go into 2020, that I'm already starting it with momentum. So as I said, how to make those changes, and I told you to grab that pen because step one, you have to work out what's really important to you and write that down. 
Step two, work out what isn't important to you because then we can get rid of those things and discard them from your life. I don't want you having a 2020 when you focus on shit that doesn't mean anything to you. I want you to be going through 2020 focusing on the stuff that makes you happy, that makes you laugh and smile and enriches your life. That's what your 2020 should look like. But as I said in, you know, step four, I want you to decide what you need to do in order to get or work on the qualities that you're wanting to achieve. You need to start putting these things into practice. If you want to become a better you, you need to actually start making things tangible. You can't just put out a statement into the air saying, I want to be more patient. Well, how the fuck are you going to do that, yo? (laughs) This is what it means to be more mindful and practicing what you're wanting to achieve. To become a better you, you've got to put in actionable items because then you can actually see what's happening and then you can reward yourself. Step five, I said, you know, you've got to make a goal list that contains those things that are actionable and doable. Don't make generic statements. You have to actually give yourself opportunity to achieve these things that you're wanting to do in life so you can start to say to yourself, oh, I really wanted to work on being more assertive in 2020 and I've now got five examples where I actually was. So that's becoming, that's helping me become a better me. And like I also said, be realistic. You know, Rome was not built in a day. This is a work in progress. Hashtag new year, better me. So what about your new year is going to make you a better you? Till next time. Bye. Follow me on Instagram at MeganLuskam underscore. Come check me out on Facebook, Megan.Luskam Australia. If you've got a question, get in touch via email. Hello at meganluskam.com.au.